Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. The bringer of doom. <laughs> Doomsday Drellick has tweeted. Don't blame Evan. This is on you. This is on you. CBT We're thresholds remain an issue as they always you have been with them. I know, but, I but, but, but the gap has narrowed. <laughs> okay, sure it has. There are now accounting issues that people need to be aware of. Apparently, this has always been an issue. Just now it's you know coming to the forefront. You so forget about other it. issues are now being fixed. On accounting, does the new pre-arbitration bonus pool count towards it? MLB player or once players stipend for the All-Star game, the home run derby, special events, etc. to play into account as well. So that's something that we also have to negotiate. Oh, that's simple. That's simple to get done. Doomsday Drellick once no. again, kicking us right in the groin. This is on you, BK. You said it seven times in the open. You even said that the negotiations should be simple from here. No, I, I don't remember saying that. Check well, the let's tape. go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Hopefully Kevin Goldstein, the former Astros assistant general manager, now working over at Fangraphs, can give us a little bit of hope and optimism here on BK and Ferrario. Kevin, we always appreciate the time, man. How are you feeling today about a p- potential deal getting done? I feel great. I, I, I don't know, understand why everyone's so upset, to be honest with you. like I, I'm yeah. not a big fan of the of the I told you so world, but look, guys, I told you so. Uh, you know, it's, it, I think from the second this started, it, 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 before the players were even locked out in November, I felt like we were on pace for a small delay to the season, somewhere around 150 to 154 games. I think, you know, to be honest, I've stuck with that the entire time. And as we stand right now, we're actually ahead of pace. We might get more than that. We might even get a full season. And so I don't understand where all the wailing and gnashing of teeth comes from. We're actually doing quite well. And I think we're on pace for an agreement. It could happen today. I'd be surprised happen today, but I think we're on pace for an agreement maybe before Monday. And if that happens, you know, things actually at the end of the day turned out better than I thought they would turn out. And so I'm not really too crazy or bad or anything like that at all. And I, I think if you really want to drive yourself insane, which just sounds like you guys are, are happy to do, just <laughs> kind of kind of paying attention to the the minute by minute TikTok from the reporters, like that stuff will drive you crazy. 
Yeah, Amen. Um, They've done a great you know, job of it today for me. I, I totally like disconnected from it over the last week or so after what happened in Florida. And I, I fell for, for that play hook, line and sinker um, over the last week. I, I've done a pretty good job. I think of being able to, to remove myself from the situation uh, t- today. I am getting my hopes up once again, though. Yeah. I just like, just t- close Twitter and every <laughs> once in a while say to yourself, I think there are really close, but some issues remain. And you're totally caught up. You're fine. You know, and, and, and just do that until a deal is done, and you will be no less knowledgeable than anybody else. Kevin, I do want to ask you about some of the specifics that they are negotiating, because one of the big things that came up, as you're aware of yesterday, um, that us on the outside became aware of as, as a real sticking point was the international draft as a possibility. And now they've agreed on, OK, we're going to give ourselves some time to come up with what is the right way to go about this by 2024. Kevin, you, you've been in a front office before, so you have a much better understanding about how this international market works with uh, whether it's the academies or the signings that take place so early on and some of the things that take place in that marketplace. Can you explain to us what that is like for us who don't really know a whole lot about it? Sure. The show goes until midnight, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I've, I've been to the Dominican Republic uh, 20, 25 times. Um, been very involved in the international market. Uh, before I get into that, I do want to say, like, you know, the, the, the concept that the international draft was what was getting in the way of things uh, was kind of miscast in a lot of ways. It's kind of like you, you are driving very rapidly towards a large truck that is on fire, and in front of that truck that is on fire is a stop sign. The stop <laughs> sign is the international draft. The stop sign is in the way, technically, but it's really not the problem. You know, and, and so... You know, that's what it was. But the international draft is a is a really complex subject. It is a much more complex subject than a lot of people out there pontificating about it realize. You know, and, until you've been down there and see how things really work, are there problems with it? Is there nefarious stuff going on? Absolutely. But to be honest with you, this constant you're screaming about all the bad things that are going on and how we need to fix this, while Dominican players who came through that process, who are from that country, who are of that culture, are screaming, we don't want an international draft, is a, is a dichotomy we have to deal with. And it's a situation where it all feels, frankly, not to get overly political, very colonial, where you know the Americans are saying, we know better. And, and I think it's you know the, the positive thing that came out of this, I thought, was what happened this morning, where they agreed to kind of say, Let's really work on this. Let's work on an international draft as opposed to just kind of walking into the Dominican Republic and stomping our feet and saying this is how it's going to be because, you know, we have a real problem in the sense that, you know, the, the people at the table, um, you know, the, the people even at the highest level of the players, there's not a Dominican in that group. The Latin player is Francisco Lindor, who, who is from Puerto Rico, and therefore came through the draft system. And so... I think if you're going to you know, have a, a, an international draft and, and make it work and make it something that is a positive thing for players from the Dominican Republic, from Venezuela and other Latin American countries, we need to have active involvement from those players in order to make sure it's being implemented properly and not turning into a situation of unintended consequences where basically you're creating as many problems as yourself. So, Kevin, with that being said, and, and it does seem like that the agreement has been made on working on this international draft, where do you think the biggest holdup is still right now? 
I mean, it's, 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 it's the basic stuff. It's still money. You know, it's not complex. Like anything you ever hear about, like you know, international draft or decals on helmets or shifts or pitch, all of that is in the margins. Like all that stuff is like, hey, we'll give you a little of this if you give, if you give us a little of that. Um, and those are all, it's good when you hear those things are being talked about because I mean, they're, they're, they know they're getting close to the big issue. The big issue is still money. Like it, it's just like you talked about before you had, yeah, it's still about the CBT gap. It's still about the pre-art pool. The biggest issue are the big millions of dollars. And once they solve that, they can easily get through all of the much smaller things. We're talking to Kevin Goldstein here on 101 ESPN, the former assistant general manager with the Houston Astros, now writes over at Fangraphs, does great work for them. Uh, Kevin, what is the thing that you're most interested in to see how it works in this new CBA, among the stuff that we know is going to be in it? Is there, whether it be a rule change or something within the system that you're interested in, what what is something that you're looking at? You're like, hey, that, that could be interesting with this CBA. You know, I, I don't think there's anything, you know, there, there's no sea change here. And then I think that's a big thing for people to realize. Like, I, I it, it, this is not any sort of, like, dramatic overhaul of the structure of baseball. It's just not. It, it's, we're, we're playing with numbers at this point. And so, you know, things for the most part will be the same. I don't think the draft lottery makes a huge difference. I think it's good, but not a big needle mover. I think some of the rule changes, I think the best thing we're getting out of this, frankly, is a pitch clock. You know, I think a pitch clock solves... 95% of the problems baseball has with game pace. It really, really does. And I think it is the the, the one big solution to things while MLB has been doing things that frankly don't do anything, like the like the three batter rule and things like that. The, the pitch clock is a real thing, and it, it makes a huge, huge difference in, in just pace of game. You know, I went to a game in the Arizona Fall League a, a few months ago in October that was, you know, and I'll watch my language here, a real crap show. Like this was, it was a nightmare of a game. There were walk guys are walking the ballpark. There's errors. There's there's mid inning pitching changes. It's just nonstop. It was like thirteen to nine, one of the messiest professional games I've ever seen. Had a pitch clock. I was out of there in two fifty eight. Hmm. You know, it, it makes a massive, massive difference, and and I think it's the best possible thing for the fans is, is getting this pitch clock instituted. Kevin, when all of this is said and done, and, and let's go down the optimistic path that this does get done before Monday, do you feel like the game's going to be in a better place? I don't, I don't think the game was in a bad place to start. You know, it depends on what you mean by a better place, a better place for who. I think this, the, the game is in a really good place for fans of baseball. Uh, I think the, the, the quality of play, the talent on the field is better than it's ever been. Um, the, just the the incredibly exciting and and intriguing and fascinating and, and wonderfully fun to watch group of young players we have in the game it has been unmatched for decades. I think we're having a blast watching baseball, so I think it's good for fans already. It's always been good for teams. Like I don't care what anyone ever tells you. Like baseball teams make unbelievable amounts of money, and they will continue to do so. And and I hopefully the situation will be a little bit better for the players, and I think the players will ultimately come to a deal and they'll say, Hey, we'll try to claw, you know, we, we clawed some of it back after getting trounced in the last few collective bargaining agreements. We'll say, Hey, we clawed a few, a little bit of it back and in five years. We'll try to claw some more of it back again. And so like baseball can be good for everybody. Um, and I, I guess that's what we should all be aiming for. 
Kevin, I wanted to ask you about what the market's going to look like when when this agreement is is agreed upon, because uh, let's say whether it be today or maybe it's Sunday, whenever it is, and the, the market opens back up and we've got free agency again, what are you anticipating? Like, are guys going to be flying off the board immediately? Are they going to be waiting a, a few days before they end up signing and then reporting to spring training? What What are you anticipating from the market? You know, I've, I've talked to a lot of people with teams about this exact subject, and it was, I had a very kind of funny occurrence uh, a couple of weeks ago where I was, um, just had separate phone calls with a couple of decision makers with, with major league teams. And I asked them that exact question, and in the span of 20 minutes, they both used the exact same word, and that word was chaos. And, and I think you're going to see chaos. And I think, you know, one thing that's really important to note is, is you know, teams, A, kind of want to get their team set when they get to camp, right? Um, they're not going to be able to do that, but they're going to try their darndest. So you're going to see a lot of deals happening real quick. And, you know, we saw what happened before the lockout. You know, in the, in the 72 hours before the lockout, we just had this flurry of moves. And it was, it was really exciting and unbelievable. But during that time, there was also a flurry of negotiations that didn't get over the finish line. There are already teams that are, you know, way down the line with some of these players in terms of free agency. And they just couldn't get the deal done before the lockout. And now all they got to do is, is, is cross some T's and dot some I's and a deal's going to be done. So you are going to see some things happening really, really quick. I expect some of the big names to, to be off the market within 72 hours. Is there anybody that you think could be uh, of interest to the Cardinals that you've heard discussed? Or is that something that w- we'll find that out as we get closer to things actually opening back up? I think we'll find it out. Like, you know, obviously, you know, in any sort of free agent season, everyone's talking about the big, big names. And I have not, never heard the Cardinals attached to, to any of the big, big, big names. Um, but I, I do think they're going to be active in the fishing market. And, and, you know, you'll see some of these middle middle tier arms, if you will, uh, ending up in St. Louis. I think it's a, it's a spot where they want to address things. But I think they will address things. He's Kevin Goldstein. Find him over at Fangraphs and be sure to follow his work over there. He's, he's really excellent. Former assistant general manager with the Houston Astros. Kevin, we always appreciate the time, man. Thank you so much for the time today. And hopefully we'll talk with you about some real baseball coming up here soon. Wouldn't that be a good time? Thanks for having me on, guys. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.